This is Sandy Whiteshield. I'm here with um, Brian Charging Cloud today for the Lakota Story Hour. And uh, I work in the Graduate Studies Department at Oglala Lakota College. I've been there for six years and um, have enjoyed it very much. Brian? Yes. And this is... Uh, Brian Charging Cloud. で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、で、
They are instilled in us as firmly as specifically as American courtesies like saying please and thank you or bless you after someone sneezes. At some point, we are supposed to be the things we learned in the stories, compassionate, honorable, and brave, and so forth. We know this because the storytellers lived the lessons they imparted in their stories, and they practiced what they preached. They were compassionate. They were honorable. They were brave and wise. The stories were and are the foundation and moral sustenance of Lakota culture. There is nothing more important. It isn't that we don't care about physical comfort or material possessions. It is because we don't measure ourselves or others by those things. We believe we are measured by how well or how little we manifest, manifest virtue in our life journey. The
Gospe. Gospe, kile na tāku otā vākāpī, tāku mazīlā vākāpšņi. Pokšākšā etuā na pahāk hotāk, na na kā hektāk etu. Na ēmi mēā vākšitāk. Tā u tāku mazīlā, ajūtā, es tāku mazīlā, slēja ičālāpšņi. Hei, ale tu čoja, kakile, hei, čas, ale čašno, ale vova, kakile, ova, nekále na čaj, hane, hei, čelom kompi. Hacem, kakile na, kakile, juvíča, kakile, jesuita, kakile, na ojake. Nekále na, lehtá, kakile, tu čoja, kakile, tako, hova, tokeš, kakile, kakile, na, 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 kakile, うんこれはなんでなうんこれはカピなにしあるなストレアピなんでとくてとくてうんちんなんかかんなんかピなあてないなうんなんかうちはしゃくさぱなうやくさぱとくてとらなるとなんかうでなうでなストレアピとくてと
and lay on his deathbed. The word traveled about three corn. Uh, the word traveled about three horns condition, and people came from far away to see the sickened man. No moccasin and her daughter and many other women of the tribe were busy preparing food uh, to keep feeding all that came. When Threehorn heard of all the people that had come, he asked that in the evening the eldest members came to his teepee. That evening, when the elders had gathered, No Moccasin made sure that each of her guests was comfortable. Then Threehorn spoke and thanked them for coming. He told them of how he and No Moccasin had lived together for nearly 50 winters and of how they had seen good times and bad. He told of having to take to war and losing some good men, but that today they were feared and respected by their enemies. The number of lodges in the band had grown, and the ways of the Lakota were good. He gave thanks to the great mystery for being born a Lakota. Threehorn said that he had lived a good life, and he was ready for the next. But before he left, he had a story to tell, and he asked that this same story be told to all the people gathered the next morning at sunrise. Here, he said, is what I want you to know. When I was young, I left my village to go south to hunt. After many days of walking, I came to a village that was celebrating a victory over their enemies to the south. They asked me to join them, and we ate and danced late into the night. Then, the next morning, when I woke, I was looking into the prettiest eyes that I had ever seen. It's funny what suddenly rose along the trail to the water. I jumped up and followed the woman who had spoken to me, and I carried her water skins back to the village. It was the best chore that I have ever done. The next night, I lined up outside her teepee with all the other young men that had come to court her. Her name was Carrie's the Fire, and she did light a fire in my heart. To my great surprise, she asked that I come back the next evening. I stayed in the village all summer. To my very good luck, Carrie's the Fire decided that I would be a good husband. So I left the village to return to my home so that my family could gather the bride's price. It was the longest winter I had ever spent. I left my family to become part of Carrie's the Fire's village, as was the custom of my people. Soon after, our village was raided by the enemies from the south in retaliation for the prior victory. One of our good men was killed, and two young women were taken. A war party followed the enemy for half a moon and came upon their village just as the young women were being brought in. We made a plan. There were six of us. So two went to the east and started a fire, and two went to the west and started a fire. And while the warriors were trying to put out the fires, two of us went into the village and took back our women. The plan worked, except that I was caught. The others got home with the young women, which I was glad of. 
Our captors were very angry and made me a slave. They took all of my clothes, all of them. I was led around naked and everyone laughed at me. I was made to work. I dragged poles until my, I pulled drag poles until my knees and hands bled. They teased me and threw dirt in my face. I had to fight with the dogs for scraps to eat. At night, they bound me between two poles with a guard to watch. I felt lower than a dung beetle. I lost count of the days, and I looked for ways to get away, but I was getting weak from lack of food and water. After a time, they stopped putting a guard out at night, and I was able to work the poles loose a little bit, but I saw, but someone saw, and they pounded them in deeper again. I was very discouraged. I prayed to the great mystery to make my death quick. One night, a cold rain came. I was naked and shivering. Even the dogs got out of the rain. My heart was heavy with the sadness of the thought of never seeing my young wife again. I thought about her so much that her face began to appear to me. In a moment, I realized that I really was seeing her. She cut my ropes and led me out of the village. I was weak from hunger and my mind was not work working right, but the rain covered our tracks. She led me until morning to a place where she had put supplies. I rested, but we knew that the enemy would be angry at my escape and coming behind us. They knew that we would go north, towards home, even with our tracks gone. Cautiously, we started towards home, keeping a watch at our back trail. Then we saw them. Quickly, Carrie's the fire found an old bear den and hid me in it. I knew that we should create a diversion, but I didn't have the strength to do it. But Catches the Fire had the same idea and left the den. After a while, she came back in bare feet. She said she had put her moccasins close to a stream as a diversion and that the enemy was so close that she had to hide in a beaver mound by diving under the water and coming up in the middle of it. <clears throat> we traveled on to our home. And along the way, at first, I called her no moccasin in a kidding way. But then I called her by that name as a badge of honor. When we returned home, she would not allow me to tell of the deed she had done, only that I had escaped and we had come home. I have asked you here to be a witness for me as I repay the great debt that I owe my wife. All the honors that I have been fortunate enough to gain in my life are not mine, but my wife's. For if she had not risked her life to save mine, I would not have been here to gain them. I have not heard of any man in my lifetime that had done a braver thing than she has done. She went into enemy country and into an enemy village. Few men can say they have done the same. Because of her, I have striven to be worthy of my life, but I am afraid I have not been. So I, have, I give all of these honors to the one who truly deserves them. All of my honors are to be moved to her side of the teepee. I ask also that when I leave this world soon, my burial scaffold hold only my body in my burial robe. I will leave this world as I was before I met my wife. 
poor and unadorned. I know many good people. I have known many good people in my life. People who were wise, honorable, generous, and brave. But none except this old woman had the one strength that gives meaning to all the others, humility. It is time that everyone knows of her bravery, even though she does not want it. The elder listeners gave their word to tell the story, and by the next day the story rose with the smoke from the fires. Days later, Threehorn died. No moccasin cut her hair and then helped with preparations for feeding the large amount of people who had come. For many years, warriors came to visit No Moccasin and to honor her. She always humbly received them and fed them. No Moccasin died in her 70th year. On her burial scaffold were hung her husband's shield, weapons, and eagle feather staff. And on the ground below were piled hundreds of moccasins so that she would not have to journey to the other side in bare feet. That's a good story. Before I get into the uh, Lakota, um, um, uh, I'd like to say uh, to uh, uh uh, uh, Baha, if you're listening, uh, uh, at the beginning I wasn't going to do this. And, uh, uh, you're on the road now, and uh, you might be out of uh, range right now, the Kili radio. It's uh, 5.25, and he left at 4 o'clock, so he might be maybe 100 and some miles away. But if you're listening, have a good trip, and uh, I wish all the, we wish all the luck to the Red Cloud Crusaders. Uh, they will be playing at 12 o'clock our time tomorrow in Sioux Falls. And uh, last, last Wednesday we came up here and we, we talked about all the basketball teams on the reservation and other reservations. I think they all did a very good job. And, uh, I watched them all at L and I. Someone has to lose, someone wins, and Red Cloud happens to be the winner. And they're also rated number one in the state, number one seeded. Hopefully they'll come back as number one in South Dakota. So good luck to the Red Cloud Crusaders and Red Cloud. Also the girls went to the state. So congratulations. And also to the Mustangs and the Forks <laughs> and the Chieftains and the Chiefs. Rather in Lakota Yale in Blavakta, which are a little with Choyak or Oyaka. I'm crying honey, the Lakota, the Stink, 
That's a good story. (laughs) When I tell this story to my grandchildren, it ends up that um, everyone in the room stops talking to listen to the story, Mm -hmm. which is a good thing. Um, The story surprised me because it took place before the time of horses. And most stories that we hear, I don't think, we think of the people walking for uh, many weeks to to follow an enemy into enemy territory and how, how hard truly that must have been. And that when we speak of fortitude and sticking to something, we do not understand uh, how our relatives um, who came before us, how hard that exactly was. Mm-hmm. Because um, to walk that far in a chase would be, you know, unimaginable today. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, he was... Uh Telling it in English, I'm sitting here thinking uh, to do something like that. That that shows compassion for her to go into somebody else's territory, and she was walking, and to get him out of there, and she brought him back. Yes. A great deal of courage, a great deal of planning, because she had to take the supplies that she knew they would need. She dressed herself in men's clothes um, so that, you know, she wouldn't be spotted as easily. Um, So, and the love that she must have had, and the just the knowledge and not feeling that he had died, um, that that made her follow and find him uh, was extraordinary. <clears throat> but that isn't the, the, the best part. The best part is when she brings him back to the tribe and she tells him before they come, I don't want you to speak of this thing I've done. I don't want you to talk of this good deed. I only want the people to know that you've... You've gotten away. You've you've escaped from them. That is the lesson. That is the huge lesson here. Mm -hmm. That we do, hopefully we are able to do things in our lives that help other people in a very big way. But we don't 
um, talk about them and we don't expect anything back for that, that we just do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, it, in learning this story, now when I see someone who's, who's older than I am, and they are like uh, the person that No Moccasin represents, in that they are quiet and you know, they don't say much. But now I have a question in my mind. What have they gone through in their life? And what do they have that they can teach me mm-hmm. in my life? Or what can, can they teach my children in, in their lives? Um, so I look at people a little differently now mm-hmm. after learning this story. You know, today, uh, on the other side of this, uh, is that today, uh, when we when we do something, we the uh, the Almighty Mazaska always comes in, mm. and uh, we we when when we ask somebody to do something, right away we we will say how much do you want mm-hmm. or how much will he charge so I, I, I don't know uh, t- and today when, when we do something I think I think we we expect something in, in return too so uh, maybe this life uh, this life we're living in and we call it uh, that Lakota word Lakota it's a different life so, uh, we, uh, because of the, uh, the, the culture change, uh, it, it's different now. But, but it, it's still, this, you know, there's still many people that, that have this uh, compassion that's, and that's, humanity. That's very true. Mm, yeah. Life is different now, yeah. but when we see these people that do have compassion and do have humility, they stand out so radiantly from everyone else. Um, and, and I believe they are held in esteem uh, for what they do and what they give to us because as a person gets older, as, as Threehorn did, um, then there came a point in his life where the tribe expected him to give back his life experience to help the younger ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's almost a duty to mm-hmm. do that. And, and there's, no, uh, there's no payment for that except to see your people live a better life because mm-hmm. you've experienced some things. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, there are just so many different lessons within this story. It's it's the reason why it's one of my favorite, um, because you can take out things like like his giving back. You know, he's not boasting of his accomplishments when he does that. He is giving a very valuable gift of knowledge mm-hmm. and uh our elders hopefully are doing that with um, their takoja and um, so that so that in one way we don't lose 
those old values because mm-hmm. those old values are what sets us apart as a people and those old values are what's going to sustain us into mm-hmm. the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we cannot lose those. Mm-hmm. Before I forget, I want to uh, I want to uh, say hello to the <coughs> uh, special projects class down in uh, Stanford. Um, oh yes, they are listening right now, and that uh, story. Uh, you read in English, uh, they will be doing a, a review on that. Oh, okay. So, uh, uh, the special projects in Stanford, if you're listening, uh, I want to say good evening. And uh, we will see you Monday night on the Polycom. That's a new word. Awful. <laughs> I don't think that's my word, but I saw that on the uh, downstairs at Family Tony on those screens. Are we going to transfer, uh, translate that? We cheat in Oshkoshka. So, uh, <clears throat> what, today we can sit here and, and teach a lesson, and they can. I can see the students and they can see me. And we see that on, on the television every day. Right. That's what we're yeah. doing right now. That's good. It's, yeah. it's good to have that that long arm yeah. out there. Yep. The Lakota people reaching across yes. the airwaves. Uh, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> we're reaching across the United States. That's right. they call it. And that's a good thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's a good thing. We're, we're, we're making the language... Uh, Visible and heard and, alive. And heard alive. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. Well, this story uh, in in Lakota, the Uchoya Kikila, the the Navajo Uchawaki, you have have money and cooking the the Oshikichilapi. Tua warm shilayaha hantanash. Honey <laughs> Uh <laughs> The dark dog from Hatan is not the Elwiyukcha. The dark dog from Hatan is not the dark dog from Hatan. The dark dog from Hatan is not the dark dog from Hatan. The dark dog from Hatan is not the 
好的，那跟魏有差不多高。我讲的当然不错呀，给的当然那魏有差，多大不能差，多大当然有差。我那多少我们是那样哈，他那是多开始开始，多少我们是那开始开始，多开始开始，他以后呢，他过去亲孩子，他过去有几孩子，他过不的，不错的。我那那个人那个人，我还经常搞，我就觉得不是这样。我那个人，那我出来给他那个人讲，我讲到那那我不那搞那，啊，开头啥，那到我工作去哈，我出来工作，那从搞从搞，那那到二十那他讲二十那，我不是是，多一次我那那他他讲一出事情。我那时候在打工，所以啊，那好看啊，我老看那些，就那打工，也是也不错。我操，那我在那个皮拉姆里头皮拉姆呀，皮拉姆嘞，我老老看他看了一阵，他好像在维多呀，给给嘞，我不会解释呢，我不会解释呢，我只是讲讲啥，他他我只是讲讲啥，不会解释，你不要看那些嘛，我看的啊，维多呀，给不给？ Tak, pelan ya, pelan. Kita tu kelirila, yok pia, apa? Nampak macam ada kerja macam tu, kerja kelirici. Kita okong je kerja, baru nak bicara kongsi bercerita kat tu macam, iya, pelan ya, pelan. Brian, thank you for inviting me today to share this. Favorite story of mine, and, and I hope our listeners enjoyed it as much as I have too, and and learned something from it too. So, Damia, thank you for coming up here, Sandy. Really, you thank、time. you. Yeah, that was really good. And uh, uh, Sandy spent uh, I don't know how much time she spent, but she typed up this uh, story, and uh, I want to thank her for that, and also the. The story about the, what is storytelling—that、yeah. is something. But I, you know, I learned a lot from that. Yes, it. So he has a very good way yeah, of. Yeah. And again, if、uh, people would like to be interested in this book, it's called *The Lakota Way* by Joseph、um, Marshall. Joseph Marshall,、mm-hmm. and I believe that the bookstore at the college does have、yes. a lot of copies of that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have two copies. <laughs> I have given away so many copies because I like it so well. I have one at the office, and、uh, my son has one at the house too.、Yeah. Thank you. I want to say thank you to Kitty Radio, and good evening. Oh.